This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. The one benefit of being in California, obviously, is that you can travel to other parts of the United States. Estelle, have you traveled to other states yet? Yes, I've, um, a few years ago, I was in Atlanta and Georgia and um, Florida, but um, since we've been here, we haven't traveled across borders yet. Um, I've been to Texas before as well. Um, it was part of my decision of where we wanted to live once we move here. Um, so, so that's what I've seen. But I'm looking forward to, to visiting a few um, states around us as well. Okay, so lots of plans in that. And regard. I've been to Las Vegas. Obviously, that's oh, across the border. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> Nobody that's, misses Vegas. No, exactly. That's an experience in itself. Yeah. Um, Vino, you are, you, you are an adventurer and traveler. Have you traveled in the United States? And if so, what have been your favorite places to go to? Yeah, you know, Tanya, I've traveled in almost 20 states here. And though I traveled to U.S. even before coming here, I just love um, traveling there again. Um, it is people don't understand that America has 50 states to choose where you want to live. Um, I love Montana. And also there's one that I really like, the Massachusetts. Oh, my God, the foliage. Uh, people... People, you guys listening, you should go there during fall. You're going to love the colors, um, the leaves falling. Also in Washington, that's another state that I really like to travel because it's just two hours drive to Canada. And uh, I've never been to Texas, but I've been to Las Vegas. Texas is my next uh, state that I want to visit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, love, I just love traveling. So, Arizona, Arizona. So much to see, so much to see, so much to do, so much fun. Okay, let's move on a little bit to transportation. This is one thing that can be surprising for people coming to California for the first time is that we don't. it's not like going to New York where you've got a lot of um, public transportation. Um, Estelle, can you share with us what transportation was like for you when you came to the United States? Because this can be a challenge in the beginning. I think so. I think it's it's quite difficult to navigate um, if you don't have a car. Um, I think California is, has a big driving culture that um, my kids, of course, enjoy this. Uh, my boys, um, you know, cars is a big deal here. Um, and um, But it, it does help when you've got your own transport. Um, we live next to um, a university, so there's bus routes that go from, you know, five minutes from our house all over Bakersfield. So if I really didn't have transportation, we would um, be able, I would be able to get to work and back. And many people at work have, um, you know, they, they travel with each other to make it easier. When we arrived, uh, we couldn't get, credit of course because of the the fact that you don't have a credit record so we had to in the beginning buy a car and all three of us were um, working at different times and places so it, 
It was quite a challenge to get everybody to work on time, but we managed to do that. And then um, in August, um, I managed to buy myself a car and my son also bought himself a car. So the minute you start getting a credit record or you have a, um, a job where you can show um, your, your um, pay slips for three months, um, credit is accessible and that solves the problem. I want to recommend that you really try and get a driver's license as quickly as possible. Um, I thought they recognized the inter international driver's license and they do, but what I didn't realize is that your driver's license acts as an ID, um, identification document. You can show your passport, but in general, people just, these systems are geared towards the American ID. They ask for your driver's license and you show that um, and that really makes your life a lot easier. I think it's part of the, the expected norm. You know, you have an American phone number, an American address, an American ID, and then you've got your social security number and those things you really need to get along and live life um, here. Yeah, I think that's good advice, Estelle. Uh, coming to California, there is public transportation, but it's limited in most places i mean like san francisco there's maybe it's more accessible but in most places in california typically people drive so getting your driver's license can be a challenge for some international nurses, for many international nurses or healthcare workers but it, it, it does get better you know what was your experience in terms of transportation oh um i agree to uh everything that Estelle said that um it's very convenient. It's, it's, it's the most convenient thing to do is to have a driver's license uh, to take your driver driving lesson before moving here. I think I think there is regional transport or transit for everyone here in California and maybe scheduled, but I never tried commuting here because um, it's it's such a state that, you know, a driving is a necessity. So... I have a car and then I I drive to work because I think that's the most convenient. But there are Uber and Lyft too that you can use. It can be pricey. So what I can suggest to people for who are wanting to move here in California is to learn how to drive. Uh, for my experiences, it wasn't easy because I have been driving for a long time in New Zealand and still... I have to take the driving less uh, driving test here, the actual exam here, because um, we drive opposite. So we drive on the left side of the road, and here you're gonna drive on the right side of the road. In the Philippines, I don't drive, so I just learned driving in New Zealand because it's a necessity there too. So I thought when I move here, it's gonna be easy, but it's not because it's uh, it's a right hand driving. Uh, we drive on the right side of the road and the instructors during the driving test they're not they're not they're strict they, mm -hmm. they wouldn't let you pass if you're not safe to drive i did my driving test twice really i failed on my first try <laughs> but you got it Vino. that's the main oh, yeah. thing <laughs> it was a challenge it's scary. I can tell you it was one of the scariest things for me when I came here because in South Africa, Estelle knows as well, you also drive on the other side of the road. And oh. then one time when I first came here, I actually by mistake, thank goodness there was nobody on the road. I did turn the wrong way. So it takes a while to get used to it. Yeah. 
it's scary. <laughs> I can relate. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about the multicultural aspect of California. Estelle, what has been your experience? You spoke about the fact that there's no ageism in in uh, in the United States. Can you talk a little bit about multi how multicultural you found it? Um, Dania, it, it, I mean, it's it's wonderful working at the hospital because um, we are so diverse. Um, there's people from all different cultures, um, and I'm not the only one with an accent. Uh, but I can tell you that much. So it's wonderful. I think California is very multicultural and very accepting of different cultures. I think it's one of the benefits of the of the community. Um, I did find when I was in Texas, especially the northern parts of Texas, that people were not, they, there wasn't that kind, that level of diversity. So I really enjoy that about California. If it's important to you and you like different, uh, different kinds of thinking and different kinds of you know, different languages and different cultures, you'll really enjoy California a lot. Yeah. I would tend to agree with that. Vino, what are your thoughts on California being multicultural? What has your, been your experience? Oh, California is so diverse. Um, California is where people wanted to settle down. People are so family-oriented and focus on growing um, on their families. So there's, for example, um, my workmates, I just hear them because um, I... It's not my thing. It's not my cup of tea, like to attend uh, cultural stuff and, you know, like dancing and all that. But I hear them that they do gathering and they they like watch their children, you know, do the ethnic dances. And also if, if you're a person that you want to uh, meet and see different cultures, then basically typically go to California. It's me. I like to. I like to hear um, and see different, um, you know, stories from their countries. That's why I moved to New Zealand way back when I was on my twenties, because uh, that uh, kind of visa is for just to exchange culture. And when I move here, it's diverse, same as where I was before. I love it. Okay, good. So yeah, so the, uh, California is really known for diversity, being multicultural. And if you enjoy that, it really is a good fit for you. So let's talk a little bit about the cost of living. For example, if you look at Long Beach, which is just south of Los Angeles compared to Manhattan, the cost of living is 60% higher in New York than in Long Beach. So that's kind of interesting. If we compare San Francisco to New York, though, the cost of living is 30% higher in New York City. So it's still higher in New York, but not as higher as, as Long Beach. If we look at Bakersfield, this is interesting, Estelle, the cost of living is 124% higher in New York. Did you know that, Estelle? Yes, Bakersfield is actually famous that they're quite affordable and, and um, it's a, an affordable town to live in in California. In California, absolutely. So let's just look at a few more of those. Um, the cost of living is 21% lower in Miami than in Long Beach. So Florida, a little bit cheaper, for example, than Long Beach. And I think we have maybe one more. There we go. San Francisco, the cost of living is 36% lower in Miami, Florida than in San Francisco. Um, and, and Bakersfield is 10% higher than Miami. So I think hopefully that will give 
everybody a sense of the cost of living because California is known for a higher cost of living and higher taxes. Um, we do have two taxes, both federal and state taxes here in California, but there is a wide variation. So for example, where Estelle lives in Bakersfield, very different to even San Francisco, which is in Northern California. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. Estelle, what has been your experience in terms of cost of living and taxes? Yes, I think it is expensive. Um, you know, it's it's tough when you when you get your salary um, and you realize how much they deduct for tax. Um, but I think they do good things with that. It's like the money is not necessarily mismanaged. So um, even though it's difficult to pay taxes, uh, you know, there's lots of benefits for people that live in California. Um, I think you you can afford to live on a nurse's salary. Uh, just be aware that, uh, of course, you have to rent a house in the beginning and um, it can be quite expensive. Uh, the rest, I think the prices compare well. A lot of people are concerned about things like furniture. Uh, we just, when we arrived here, we were so lucky. People were so generous. You know, in the beginning, we didn't even have plates or knives and forks and cups. People just gave. Um, and there's a lot of people. That, so you can find things secondhand very cheap and if until you have money to buy it. So uh, we, we managed to settle in. In the beginning, the house was quite empty, but it's filling up nicely, <laughs> gradually. And, it happens. You you can you can live here. You can see the picture of my husband. He bought a TV before he had a couch to sit on. You know, but he was very happy to sit on the floor and watch TV. But <laughs> we've upgraded since. So, um, but it it is expensive. But it's not you can afford it because the nursing salary I think in California is so much better than some of the other states. What I understand. So, um, it is possible to make a living. Yeah. Vino, what is your thoughts on cost of living, housing? Oh, so um, I can say that the cost of living here is just fine because the salary compensate the cost of living. So when I was in New Zealand, uh, we pay rent weekly. And I found that um, it's more expensive to buy a house there than here. Um, I initially lived with my relatives, then bought a house. Housing here in Sacramento is not that high compared to San Francisco. It's almost half the price. So I'll say that a brand new house, uh, four bedrooms with three bathrooms is around 400 to 600. But it still depends on the interest rate. So the time that I bought the house, it's just uh, 2%. But right now it's expensive. The interest rate is 5% now or, or more. So if you're moving here... Um, you you don't want to buy houses straight away you know you want to want at least rent for a while um for renting i think expensive i can't say much because I, I lived with my family when i moved here but for renting 
I think it's visible. That's what I can say because the the salary of nurses here is um, uh, compensate the cost of living. Yeah, I I think um, you you're correct on that, Vino. The the cost of living does vary in different parts of California, but the salaries are high, so that does kind of weigh the one against uh, the other. Um, Estelle, any comments on what it would cost uh, apartments in Calif in Bakersfield or buying a house in Bakersfield? Tanya, yes, I think um, Vina is correct by saying between four hundred and six hundred thousand. If you want to buy a house, I'd say a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house would probably be around four hundred thousand um, dollars. But renting, um, I've looked at some very nice in a nice area. Um, you could still pay about $1,500, $1,600 a month to rent an apartment, um, but in a very good area. So it's expensive. Um, a lot of people that I know share accommodation, and, and I think it's good advice that we know is giving to say rent in the beginning so that you can really decide where you want to live. If you don't know a town, you might make a mistake um, in renting or buying in the wrong area. So it's good to, to speak to locals and find out uh, what would be a, the best area for you to live in that's still close to the hospital and makes your transportation easier. Um, and, and I think some of the people that you work with at the hospital would be giving you very good advice on that. But probably $1,600 to $1,800 a month for uh, an apartment. Okay. So that also can give um, Angie and anybody listening um, some indicator of what it's like. And again, you can see the difference even between Sacramento and Bakersfield uh, and certainly in California um, in San Diego, where I live, much more expensive, both to rent and to uh, buy a house in San Diego than in Bakersfield or in Sac in Sacramento. Okay, last question um, before we finish off is just on schooling. Um, Estelle or Vino, any comments about schooling in the United States for kids in terms of um, public school, private school, university, any input or feedback that you want to give uh, viewers who are watching around the world? Um, well, I've got grown-up kids, so I don't know about schooling, but what I've heard from people around here is that um, that's another reason why you have to choose your your area where you live, because that determines what school your, your children can go to. So, um, if you know, and that's why you'll see many of the apps available for uh, for buying or renting a house, we'll talk about what schools um, are in the area. And um, so, so that's important. Think about that when you choose. And um, universities, you know, there's a lot of um, options available for people who need to study and um, online or local. And um, it's very well presented, uh, represented the colleges and the universities. So lots of options. And then, of course, we've got uh, Cal Poly, and um, that's close by and then the University of um, Bakersfield, California um, is, has a campus right next to us and then UCLA in Los Angeles famous for its medical school so if you've got um, a child who's considering that one day maybe a very good option as well. I think it is expensive, studies is expensive but um, the opportunities are available. 
Yeah, absolutely. And both of my kids went to both school and university in California. So there's enormous opportunity for kids. Vino, anything to add on that topic? Um, regarding the top topic, um, regarding kids schooling, I don't have kids, so I can't say anything. But right now I'm studying my master's in business administration. And um, it, I think it's it's feasible because there are schools that they offer um, per unit or per semester. So what my school right now is per semester and it's it's as fast as you can go, you know, like just just do it as you can. And then you got when for the next semester, if you can finish this number of units, then it's good. And they have um, staggered or installment um, payment as well, which is really good uh, monthly. Um, my school, I just have to pay at least a thousand Per month and wh one good thing is my employer they they pay at least four thousand per year for the study which is really good and it's helpful so there's a lot of employer here in in california that uh, they support um your studies but regarding kids schooling i can't say much but i heard from my workmates they are they are public schools that are really cheap and also Catholic schools and private schools too. So there's a lot of options. Okay, good. Estelle or Vini, any comments about the California board and getting a California endorsement that you'd like to add? Um, I think, uh, Dania, you're right. I mean, I got a Texas nursing license and that's how I got to write um, InClix because the challenge with California is that you cannot apply for a license until you've got a social security number. Um, and you can't get the social security number until you um, write the InClix and you get into the, into the state. So I immediately when I arrived in April, started applying for endorsement. There was a delay from uh, the California board where they requested additional documents from my school of nursing that they had to send, which we've done. Um, and I should have an answer soon. We were lucky for a while uh, because of COVID that California allowed you to practice as a registered nurse, yeah, even though you have a license from a different state. But I think that arrangement is probably coming to an end uh, at end of February and um, you'll have to have your nursing license. So it does take a while to, to get an answer back from them. Yeah, it's not an easy state to navigate. Kinetics have our own license endorsement team that helps nurses to get a license in California, an endorsement to California. As, as Estelle said, you cannot write through California. When I started doing this many years ago, you could actually take the exam through California because you didn't need a social security to take it. But these days it's more difficult. Vino, anything to add on the California license? Yeah, so that's, I'm actually an advocate for nurses. And if you guys wanted to um, ask about license endorsement, so I have videos on my vlog as well. And then uh, follow me on my Instagram. So I, I just ask me about license endorsement because I think this that's one of um, area that I, I'm really, I really know. So when I did my license endorsement, I was really lucky because I moved here um, November 2020 and that was the search of COVID-19. And by that time, oh my God, the license was just given away. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so yeah, so I got my license just after I think one or one month or two months because uh, initially January I got my license already and then applied 
November or December. I can't remember, but it's it's really something that you guys should eat while it's hot, because um, you know the the nursing um, board they're unpredictable, so they can change the law anytime when they want. Um, I was like expecting that when I do my license endorsement here in California, I need to study courses because most of my college batchmates they were. Um, ask to study med search and OB, and they have to spend at least ten thousand to twenty thousand dollars for just to get those courses. And then I thought I'm gonna do that, so I thought I wouldn't be able to do my license um, endorsement here in California. But I was so surprised that um, the board were so generous back back then, and I think they are still right now. Though yeah. the license endorsement is expensive. It's seven hundred fifty dollars. It's something that you guys need to, Prepare. you know, save money. For. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Vino. So, um, yes, please check out um Vino's YouTube channel, his Instagram. Thank you for doing a lot of um hand holding and helping nurses with that. Okay, with that said, we are at the end of the show. This was such a fun, interesting discussion. We loved speaking to Estelle and Vino, and thank you for joining us today. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.